Welcome back to Holiday Hits Radio. This next song goes out to a special trio, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, and HomeGoods. Kate from Utah didn't know holiday magic was real until she met you. From your always stocked gifts to your countless locations and great prices, you're making our holiday dreams come true. Let's hear that song. Visit TJ Maxx, Marshalls, and HomeGoods for endless selection and great prices all season long. The lines are lighting up. Hi, this is Cal Ripken Jr., and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter, back with you all over the major platforms like Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Deezer, anywhere else you get your podcasts. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. We are brought to you by the Allen Angus Pub, the Vince Aguero Consulting Group, Welch & Company Jewelers, and our great friends over at Bear Creek Restaurant. Man, I was there last night. The food is unbelievable. If you're in and around central New York, home for the holidays, grab a gift card for a loved one, family and friends, of course, and get that takeout, or you can eat inside the restaurant. They are one of the places in New York State where you can go in and actually eat. Uh, If you feel better getting the takeout, do that. Either way, you can get great food at Bear Creek. They've got local breweries on tap, in the can, you name it. I had the ribeye with broccoli mac and cheese. Wow. And shrimp cocktail for the appetizer. Mike Jackie in the game, killing it. Bear Creek Restaurant, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Also a big tip of the cap. Thank you to Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare and our terrific friends at Camillo's Golf Club. Get your 2021 membership now at Camillo's Golf Golf Club. Go ahead and log on to camillashillsgolfclub.com. That's camillashillsgolfclub.com. So as I record this, we are, goodness gracious, we are already... Halfway just about through the month of December. (laughs) I mean, this year's almost over for all the bullshit that's gone on. We're still, we've still kind of made it through and and gotten, gotten here, right? Um, And college football has been so screwed up. I mean, you know, I just kind of want to go around college football as we head into Whatever week this really is, right? Because technically speaking, um, you know, this is this is week. I mean, when you look at a scoreboard, right? It says it says week fifteen. <laughs> you know, <laughs> week fifteen in college football with some teams who've only played nine games, but week fifteen because let's face it, we've had the delays with the Big Tw- uh, the Big Ten, the Pac twelve. We've had some teams play five games. We've had some teams play nine games. We've had teams get games canceled in Coastal Carolina, you know, matching up with BYU in one of the great games of the year. We've had uh, some teams have played three games. Other teams have played seven games. Other teams have played nine games. And typically speaking, at this particular moment, December 11th, you know, we're, this is kind of the time where we're, you know, heading into the championship games, coming off Army Navy, uh, it's kind of like that time of year. You know, my birthday is December third. I went to Army Navy. I think it was six years ago, and it's probably, well, not probably. It's definitely a top three sporting event of my lifetime, and I think you got to go next year. I heard it's in New York City, which is just going to be spectacular. You know, usually it's you know it's either in in D.C. or when I went, it was in, in, in Maryland, in Baltimore. It's only a half hour from where my sister lives. 
So it was just an easy trip. Could stay there, go down on that Saturday, you know, eat dinner afterwards, head back up north. Anyway, the schedule's all over the place. And before I get into some of the games and more thoughts on Alabama and some thoughts on the Heisman, this is only going to be about a 20, 25-minute podcast, uh, nice and short and sweet. And uh, sometimes I just like to do them like that. Uh, I know that long form is is kind of a big deal right now. Um, I subscribe to a lot of podcasts. Some are, you know, like, for example, Sweeney Murdy's is 30 for Murdy. So, you know, or 30 with Murdy, so 30 minutes, right? But sometimes he goes 40, 45 you know, spitting chiclets, goodness, they're going two hours and 25 minutes, and sometimes it's just like, guys, I mean, you just don't stop going that long. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why people need to go two and a half hours for a podcast. I really don't get it. Um, but, you know, I've always thought 45 minutes to an hour is usually like a perfect podcast time in that wheelhouse. 30 to 35, fine as well. Uh, if you have a good guess, ask a couple of good extra questions, Okay. But two and a half hours, I mean, give me a break. So, first things first. <clears throat> There's been a lot of brouhaha this week about the Big Ten changing the rules so that Ohio State can get into the, you know, the Big Ten championship, can make it into the college football playoff and all that. I mean, is anybody surprised by this, really? I mean, the Big Ten needs to do what's right for the Big Ten. They need to do what's right for Ohio State. By the way, Ohio State's a top 5-6 brand in college football. I know people hate that word, but it's true. Brand, I mean, it's it's they are. Uh, they draw incredible crowds, although fans, again, will not be present at <clears throat> you know most of these venues, these stadiums. I think it's so stupid. I think the whole thing is so dumb across the country that, and I know that, you know, coronavirus spiking in certain places and all the rest, and people <clears throat> will disagree with me, and I'll get somebody on Twitter, somebody on YouTube, somebody on Facebook, somebody on LinkedIn, somebody on TikTok, somebody on the podcast, somebody on Megaphone, somebody will come, oh my God, you're so insensitive. No. I think we can, as long as we keep packing Target and Walmart and you know, are allowing people to go to Joe Biden campaigns neck and neck to each other with masks on. Some not masks on. And we're walking in and touching the same machines. And then we're ordering Instacarts and we think that that's safer, but we don't know what people are doing with those boxes before they get to our house. We continue to get mail that's passed with cardboard and all the rest. We don't know what mailmen and women are doing I mean, did somebody blow their nose? Did they forget to wash their hands? Did they touch an envelope? Did they, I mean, we don't know what's going on with carry, you know, package carrying before we get all this stuff. We have no idea, and it's been wildly inconsistent from the beginning, and I'm not going to get into it more than that, but we should be moving these games to, as Clay Travis said, and I agree with him, we should be moving to uh, Dallas, Texas. We should be moving to places where you're going to allow Fifteen to 20,000 people in the venue. I'm watching the Patriots and Rams last night, and that place is enormous, SoFi Stadium. There's no reason why, in California, they shouldn't be having 15,000 fans spread out, you know, two decks of the stadium. I mean, although their, their state is run almost as piss poor as New York State. So you get the point. They should be moving them into places with fans. But the, but the Big Ten did what they had to do for Ohio State, and I get that. But at the same time, and I, I just, 
I, I feel like the Pac-12 and the Big Ten, while I feel like they did what's right for the Big, while the Big Ten did what you know they they knew was right for Ohio State, and they want to have that big brand in, and if Ohio State can make the playoffs, right? Ohio State makes money for everybody. It's an additional two million ish dollars for each school. Ohio State's going to make. Tons of money for themselves, and the ratings go up, and you know you don't lose those revenues and this and that. And the other thing, and the and 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 you know, Ohio State athletic department gets paid their money. I get it's all about the big M. It's a, it's all about the cash. It's all about the money, right? It's all about the big M, the big C, right? The dollars, cash, money. But screw the big Big Ten, <laughs> you know. I feel like this is one of those things where you can feel both things at the same time. Screw the Big Ten and screw the Pac-12. Do I think Ohio State is better than Florida and A&M and everybody else? Probably, sure. But I would also need a full schedule to prove it. You know? I think that if Ohio State played 11-12 games, I think they'd probably, yeah, go undefeated. The Big Ten is not good. Michigan's terrible. That game's canceled, by the way. And if that doesn't show you 2020 and make you sad in a game that we all grew up with, no matter if you're 40, if you're 80, if you're 20, if you're... We all grew up on Ohio State-Michigan. It's one of the top two, three rivalries. Tony Kornheiser thinks it's the rivalry in college football. I mean, yeah, you can argue that one all day long. You can argue Auburn-Alabama all day long, the Iron Bowl. You can argue still Army-Navy all day long. I would probably say that those are the top three. Put them in your power ranking however you want and move on. Uh, At one time, Florida State-Florida was up there, right? At one time, Florida State-Miami was up there. I, I happen to think at Ohio State, Michigan is two. I think Army Navy. I think Army Navy is three at this point. But I mean, again, we're probably dealing with one one A one double A. I think Auburn, Alabama is number one. I think the geography of it, the powers uh, that they are. I think that's one. I think <clears throat> Ohio State, Michigan's two. And again, because of the 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 what's usually on the line. Although this year there wouldn't have been anything on the line. Ohio State would have beaten Michigan by forty, and then Army Navy three. But screw the Big Ten and screw the Pac twelve. Because at the beginning of the year, they wanted all the attention that they were making the right move from a health perspective. Oh, we're going to protect our kids. That's what we heard. Both commissioners. All the administrators. Oh, no, no, no. We can't play football. We can't send USC out there. This is so dangerous. We want us to send Iowa and Ohio State and Michigan and Penn State, Northwestern, Wisconsin, Indiana. Can't do that. It's way, 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 way too unsafe to play college football. And meanwhile, you know, the SEC, the ACC, and the Big 12 throw the middle finger at them. Greg Sankey, the SEC and company, multiple commissioners, multiple ADs, multiple administrators, they all get together and say, we're playing, right? We're playing. Head coaches say our kids want to play, the kids want to go. Trevor Lawrence is vocal on Twitter, and off we go. We have a season. In fact, we have a season so much to the point where North Carolina and Miami, they're heading into a game tomorrow as we record this, having played 10 games and 9 games respectively. Carolina is 7-3, Miami is 8-1. They're both top 20 teams. They've gone off without a hitch. They've practiced. They've played. Zero coronavirus problems. And off we go. Right? 
the Big Ten and the Pac-12, then as they started to get more pressure from who knows where, boosters, television revenue, everywhere in between, Oh, we got to play. We're going to lose too much money. Right. So while the Big Ten did everything that it had to do to get Ohio State into the Big Ten title game, get Ohio State the chance to play in the national championship playoff picture, screw them, screw the Big Ten and screw the Pac-12. I feel like you can feel the same way as me right now. You can feel both things at the same time. It's not an either or. They're both going on at the same time. The Big Ten did what they needed to create more. Well, I, I wouldn't even say create more. I guess it's to save revenue. you know. But it's just the hypocrites and the inconsistent boneheads. And, and I think that's what I hate the most about 2020. And the thing I hate the most about the coronavirus. And the thing I hate the most about the world we've been living in. And the BLM, the Black Lives Matter movement. And all this other stuff is, you know, is the, and the election, and all the other stuff that we're dealing with, is the wild hypocrisy and the wild inconsistency in the world we live in and on social media on a daily basis without 2020 occurring, right, the way it has. Hypocrisy and inconsistency are the two things I hate currently the most. Hate. And that's what the Big Ten and the Pac-12 have done this year. So while they defended, while they pushed big, uh, uh, their Big Ten staple, their Big Ten brand in, I'm like, screw you. I don't want a Big Ten team. I don't want a Pac-12 team in the college football playoff because you assholes said we aren't going to play. We're keeping kids safe. You, you tried to have all of us turn your way and applaud you and standing owe you and do all the positive bullshit for you, have the left media screaming and yelling how unbelievably protective you are and uh, and then weeks later, you're announcing that you're playing football because the other three conferences have put their head down. And they've been playing. They've had zero issues. And you get your teams out there because you got to make money. And it's the most hypocritical thing ever. So I don't want Ohio State in there. They'll get in, but I don't want them in there. You know, they'll play Northwestern. They'll beat their brains out, and then they'll end up in the in you know they'll end up in the in the playoff. But I want to see a 12 gamer. I want to see somebody, you know, 10 games, 11 games, 12 games, teams that you know have been out there since the beginning. Their conference has been out there since the beginning. And hats off to Nebraska, by the way. From the beginning of the season, Nebraska said, F you, Big Ten, we're going to start to play. Well, guess what? By the time Nebraska did that and multiple student athletes, as they call them, came out and said, hey, we want to play. This is bullshit. We're going to go up against them. We're going to go to court. That also caused pressure for the Big Big Ten and the Pac-12. Now that that's over with, let's get into the games. Alabama against Arkansas, I, you know, Arkansas has been playing better football as of late, and good luck. I mean, Alabama, I they're unbelievable. They really are. I mean, you know, they miss Waddle for the entire year, arguably the most, you know, electric, dangerous special teams guy who can also play wide receiver who would have had an 1,000-yard season. They don't miss a beat. They don't miss a beat. They're favored by 31.5, and if I'm a betting man, I would take that bet. <laughs> People are starting to talk about the single-season greatest – College football team of all time being challenged, that being last year's LSU Tigers. And this is what Alabama has done and LSU hasn't. This is what's so damn impressive. And I did a podcast on this earlier this week about Alabama and Clemson. 
LSU won the title last year. LSU was nowhere to be found this year. They are horrible. And by the way, how about the self-imposed ban, ban on the bowl by LSU? Congratulations, guys. Really proud of you. Really, really proud. <laughs> I mean, it's again, hypocrisy and consistency just goes right along with what I was just talking about. LSU has been toast. They've been burned toast in the in the toaster all season long. No Joe Burrow, no Joe Brady. They lose a plethora of weapons on offense. Jefferson and the crew, Edwards Elaire. Ba boom. No, can't find him. Alabama loses a potpourri of players last year, including Judy, including Tua, including multiple players on defense, all in pipeline to the NFL. Both schools, sure. Well, Alabama's number one in the country. <laughs> Mac Jones is contesting. For the Heisman Trophy, Najee Harris is the best running back in football. Devonta Smith is the best wide receiver in football. Their defense can give up 30-35 because they're scoring between 38 and 40-48. They're number one in the country. LSU, you can't find them. That's the thing that's crazy about Alabama and Clemson. Every single year they're in the top two. Every year. Sustainability, longevity. That's why if you're an LSU Tiger fan and you were talking all kinds of shit last year, to Alabama, look, you got your national title. It was great. LSU's an amazing program. Football Factory, all the rest. But they took a decade plus to find a quarterback. They hadn't won a national championship since Nick Saban was there. Alabama, I mean, to, for anybody to ever question Alabama, for anybody to put Alabama and LSU in the same category, it, 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 it's insane. I mean, it's 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 mind-boggling to me. Alabama and Clemson, they're on their own planet right now. Alabama, I think they're going to cover. I think they're going by 40. I do. Georgia at Missouri. Georgia disappointing year, obviously. Kirby Smart and company. We'll see what happens here in this game. Uh, Georgia's favored by 13. I think it's going to be a little closer than that. I think Georgia wins by a touchdown, but I think Missouri hangs in it late. Illinois at Northwestern. Again, Northwestern, solid year. The one loss to Michigan State. Total egg layer. Are they are they the Reese Davises, or what, what are we now? What do we got on Northwestern? <laughs> Um, good football team, Pat Fitzgerald, really, really good. I still think, and I know he's been on a lot of national shows, I still think Pat Fitzgerald will be an NFL coach someday. I really do. I like Northwestern in that game over Illinois. A couple of touchdowns there. Colorado home for Utah. Again, Pac-12 football. I just, I don't care about the Pac-12. I have no eye on the Pac-12. I know no players. I couldn't care less. I don't want them anywhere near any playoff or anything like that. Not that any of these teams, you know, I mean, I guess, I guess maybe people are trying to say USC is something. They're USC ain't going to the playoff. I heard that on a couple shows this week. Are you kidding me? They're not going anywhere. They don't have the credentials. Come on. Uh, you know, I guess Utah, Colorado, cool to watch because the the uniforms are neat, and it's a noon game for us. It's 9 a.m. there, so we can keep talking about that storyline. Oh, look at them. They're, they're playing early. They're waking up at 4 a.m., 5 a.m., so we can watch them at noon. I don't care. I don't, you know, they want me to watch them. They want East Coast people to watch them. They got a lot of work. They got a lot of work to do for me to watch them at noon. I mean, come on. With all the shit that we got going on in our lives on the East Coast, plus all the other games that are around the same time, I think I'm flipping on the Pac-12. Uh, no. Coastal Carolina, Troy, nice game here. I think Troy hangs with them for a little bit, but Coastal Carolina gets win number 11. North Carolina, Miami, ACC battle there. Um, I, I got to say, as far as Miami goes this year, They've been pretty fun to watch. I'm not going to lie. I mean, this this quarterback that they've had in, in Derek King, he's been pretty fun to watch. They've had some athletes, man. Cameron Harris, right? This has been a fun team. they got some receivers back, some of the speed, the U-speed back. 
Uh, Miami heading in the right direction. I don't know if they're quote-unquote back because when Miami people talk about, oh, the U's back, um, you know, they think back is like competing for a national championship. They're nowhere near that, but they're a fun team. And I think North Carolina with Sam Howell, I think both these teams are going to put up points, and I'm going to go I'm going to go 38-30 in this game. I think Miami puts up some points uh, late in the game. Um, solid matchup. Solid ACC matchup. And again, kudos to these stadiums in the South for having, you know, fans. They're all spread out. You're outside. You can tailgate way away from everybody. It's... It's a hell of a lot safer than walking into a Walmart and standing next to eight people with masks on, touching the same machine, and one person not having their nose covered from the mask. I mean, you know, this stuff is just, it's so inconsistent. There's no reason why we can't have fans across stadiums in, in, in college football and in sports in general. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Even 10,000 fans, you know, come on. BYU home for San Diego State. Expect a three-touchdown win there for BYU. Really good team. Zach Wilson out of the Heisman running for a couple of weeks. But I like BYU's mojo. I know they lost to Coastal Carolina. But I think BYU is one of the, the, the faces of college football this year. Any team, any place, any time, whatever the hell the, the, the coin slogan is. I love it because they play all the time. And uh, I got mad respect for those guys. UCLA home for USC. Again, I'm not watching that game. USC 15 in the country. I don't know where these West Coast boneheads get off saying that USC has a chance for the playoffs. They don't. Uh, I think USC rolls in this game. Uh, Baylor home for Oklahoma State. I think this game would be close, and the line says so. Five and a half favorite Oklahoma State. I think they squeak it out by three. Florida home for LSU. Florida will kill LSU. Kyle Trask and company Kyle Pitts. Eh, that's going to be a good one for Florida to rumble over LSU and pick up their ninth win. Florida with an outside chance, of course, to play for the college football playoff. Uh, they got to beat Bama in the SEC title. Good luck with that. Iowa home for Wisconsin. Big 10, Big 10, Big 10. Again, I say boo on the conference overall, but I think Iowa gets it done uh, here. And again, I think a lot of programs would do themselves a service by being Iowa. You know, Kirk Ferentz, consistency, NFL guys going left and right every year. Uh, in normal circumstances, packed house uh, houses every year, year in, year out. They beat a team, upset a team, either home or away. Iowa is a real program, man. They are a big-time program. And uh, I give, I, I really do, I give tip of the hat every year to them. Every single year I give a tip of the hat because Iowa is really, really, really consistently good every single year. Real quick, Heisman Trophy stuff now. Uh, I know people start talking about it from the first week of the season. I think it's between three guys right now. I think two of them are on Alabama. I think Mac Jones, the quarterback, and Devonta Smith, the wide receiver. I think Devonta Smith should be getting way more looks than he is. And then I think Kyle Trask as well for Florida, right? A guy who's got 3,200-plus yards and 38 touchdowns. You look at Mac Jones, Mac Jones has a few less yards and uh, 27 touchdowns. So Kyle Trask got him on those uh 11 touchdowns less, actually, than Kyle Trask. So I think it's I think it's between those three guys. I think Zach Wilson might have been in it you know, for a while, BYU. But we know how this goes. Quarterback award, team that's last standing, all that. Uh, and it might just really boil down to the SEC title game. So there's some thoughts on college football. Screw the Pac-12. Screw the Big Ten. Can't wait for these games. Looking forward to, uh, you know, coming up here with the conference championship games a little bit later than normal. Army-Navy, a little bit later than normal. Um, you know, just a lot going on, um, in the game right now. I think it's, it's just going to be such an unbelievable, 
um, you know, fight fight to the finish. And uh, one thing that I think will will be a will be a real, real, real test for a lot of folks, obviously, is just this constant, 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 um, you know, coronavirus stuff. You know, it's just this, it, it's just waiting for this, waiting for that, schedules, you know, just kind of plowing through the season, getting to the college football playoff, playing the games and all that. And I will mention one quick thing on, uh, and it's really cool on Army-Navy, by the way. It's going to be at Mitchie Stadium. Army is hosting Navy for the first time in 77 years. I don't know if people know that, but that is happening on December 12th. And that's going to be kind of cool. You know, it's going to be really, really neat. Army 7-2, and two, good season so far for Army. 3-6 and six for Navy. Boy, does it, that game is an amazing game. And, you know, it won't be an amazing atmosphere because of the fan situation, but it will be a great TV atmosphere for a lot of people. And I think... It'll be patriotic. I think it'll still be emotional watching it, and it's going to be on campus. Um, that's going to be cool. It's going to be really, really cool. Look out for, uh, you know, Morris and Anderson, uh, you know, some dynamic players there, the quarterbacks. Uh, you know, I, I love the kid Smith, the running back for Navy. Uh, just kind of looking at some of the numbers here this week and, and kind of seeing what this game might do. I think Army wins by a touchdown or two, but it'll be a 3 o'clock CBS game, and uh, Army-Navy special. It is so special, and when it gets back to the big venues, New York, Philadelphia, Baltimore, etc., make sure that if you have not been, go to Army-Navy. Bucket list stuff big time. It is so cool. ML Sports Platter brought to you by Axe Exotic Pets, Brian Conboy, Mass Mutual, New York State. Stanley Law Offices and Bryant and Stratton College. Go ahead and log on to bryantstratton.edu. They've got some uh, great news coming down the pipe here this past week. They now have a four-year nursing program, so make sure that if you're going into nursing school that you have a strong look at Bryant and Stratton College all over the map with their campuses, including two in central New York, of course, in Liverpool and on James Street in Syracuse. bryantstratton.edu, and check them out all over social media as well for that brand new nursing program and a big thanks as well to Rosie's Corner and Camillus Golf Club. I'm Mike Lindsley, the ML Sports Platter all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, leave feedback and a five-star review and hit me on Twitter at MikeLSports and find all my ML Sports takes and nine-minute segments all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, and IGTV, part of Instagram. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Snow falls on an old apartment. Inside, the holiday season is in swing. On the first floor, Cokes are poured and stories shared among friends. Three flights up, one generation passes down the family recipe to the next. Inside every home, there's magic. Coca-Cola, real magic. Enjoy the real magic of the season with close friends, family, and refreshing Coca-Cola paired with all your holiday meals. During the season of giving, you might give away more than you want. Sweater for mom, video game for Jake, and my credit card for someone named Gina? More online activity can mean more exposed personal info. But LifeLock by Norton has identity theft protection all wrapped up. And if you become a victim, we'll work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions. But you can save up to 25% off your first year with promo code LifeLock. Visit LifeLock.com today. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V 
on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.